Hello, buddies. Hello. <laughs> Uh, welcome to another episode of Darklands. To kick us off the usual spiel, uh, everyone here at Tabletop Buddies is 21 years of age. We do not condone underage drinking and always drink responsibly. Uh, yes. Tonight I am once again uh, joined by Eric, so it will be another uh, one-on-one uh, solo here. Uh, we don't have Styler shadowing or anything like that. We hope to get Ryan here in about a month and a half or so. Uh, we might have Jen hop in uh, pretty soon, and we should have a new player here within the next few weeks. Hopefully. But I, I think for now we, we've been doing just fine. <laughs> yep. So, kicking us off here. Last we left off, we conversed with uh, the Mazarins about all sort of uh, curses, history, you know, the general lore of the land, and uh, finally, finally somewhat identified uh, the this creature, this being that is uh, stalking the bar. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> a separate being, just about as scary as this one, Sasha. Also, Yeah, entered. pretty good. Oh, boy. <laughs> with a trail of fire behind her with this laundry list and just shouting of things to do, all the issues with the town, and almost treating you as if you are a punching, a verbal punching bag. That's exactly how she treated Beetle. After all of this, you did finally, eventually, um, make your way to the barely standing small church of Saren Ray. Mm-hmm. With this, you met a uh, a dwarven priest figure who's just exhausted. He's convinced he's hearing things, that he's deprived of sleep. He's going mad, for lack of a better term. After some conversation with him, you also met Benji. I think Ben. Yeah, yeah. I think Benji goes without you know further details and whatnot. I I, I think Benji's already growing on people. Yeah. Uh, the two of you uh, investigated uh, all of these noises, these sounds, all of these weird, strange stories that Bolston, that priest, uh, conveyed, taught you know, whatever word you'd like to use. Um, so the two of you made your way underneath, you know, you went under the floorboards of the church and you found living somewhat evidence. <laughs> you found a teenage years, tattered clothes and vampiric figure hiding out under the church where you met Elu. Elu. Elu, a uh, 
teenage vampire kind of just down on his luck told you a weird, weird story about his past. However, does not seem as primal, as thirsty as other vampires that you've seen in the past. He seems He's to have... Pure of heart for a vampire. Yeah. Truth, truthfully, because he seems to almost, to some degree, be afraid. But you haven't seen vampires like show emotion. It seems like he does have a bit of humanity shining through that. He doesn't want to hurt anyone. So to him, his food, his blood, he's been eating the rats underneath the church. And that's why he picked this spot. Yeah. In which you explained to him. <laughs> it took a while, but it finally got through. Hey, when he is asleep, you're awake. <laughs> when you're uh -huh. asleep, he's awake. This is not a good living arrangement. And it took a while, but then he finally got there. <laughs> he agreed <laughs> yeah. that to, uh, in some way, somehow, he will relocate. He will move out, whether by a show of mercy or a show of faith. You and Benji both elected to allow him to live. Yep. As long as he moves somewhere else. Yep. Which is where we pick up you and Benji out from un un uh, blah. Even though you are out from underneath the church, we need a keyword. I just remembered that. I yeah, I think I think in the past couple of sessions we've actually had Styler here to just listen along and learn some Pathfinder that he picked the words. How about uh uh, I was gonna say, cause I I got a red, a red uh beanie right here. It was like, well, how about red? But it's like, you know, this is a horror campaign. Blood is red. Like that's just way too easy. Uh, oh, oh how, how about giant? I got a fire giant mini right here. Sure. Giant, sure, sure. We'll go with giant. Cause I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, giant seems fair. Okay, so picking up, uh, you and Benji uh, crawling out, making your way out from underneath the church. Um, are we headed back to it? You know, do you want to talk to Bolston about what you found? Uh, what's up? We are going. What do you want to do, buddy? Cause... We're going to go back into the church. Okay. Because I, I do... Um, if you didn't know, uh, there there is a burial this afternoon. Actually. That's it. And you see instead of, you know, like reaching for a pocket watch or looking at a wrist, you see he just judges by those rays of sunlight that are finally coming through. Actually, I shouldn't say this afternoon. We maybe have about two hours, maybe an hour. That, Let's uh, tell the priest that the issue is solved, and then we can. Yeah, because I'm I'm actually 
I'm actually ordaining the burial, so obviously I have to be there. You're going too, right? Yes. Great, great. Okay, so uh, what exactly do we tell him? Because I feel like he won't take too kindly to hearing that he has a vampire neighbor. We'll just tell him it was rats. Sure. A lot of them. <laughs> How about you tell him and I'll follow. You seem to have a better way with words than I. You better people? Sure. Beetle goes marching on. And Benji just kind of with a kind of smart-assy grin, but also aware <laughs> that when it comes to sociability, you seem to definitely be a bit ahead. And follows you as you make your way back into the church? Uh-huh. Okay. So you re-enter Benji behind you, and you still see that uh, same... Uh, dwarven priest, he seems to just, like, honestly be pacing, like he was waiting for your arrival. Priest! Yes, yes, yes. Your issue has been solved. You should be able to sleep now. Musters up the little, <laughs> the little energy he has left and, like, he almost goes for, like, the uh, kissing of the shoes. You know, kind of shine of uh, show of respect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, what was it? A lot of rats. Rats? More rats than I ever want to see again. It was that bad? It was, but... It's been taken care of. You see, he kind of like is almost like judging, like, do I believe what he's saying? I'll give you because of your deity because you're a champion because you're in a church you can take your choice of deception or religion ah oh, deception calculator it is Thirty-four. Holy shit. Takes a couple of steps back. You can see the eyes and, you know, just that general of reading people that, you know, if they're like darting left to right, that it's like, you know, you kind of have that self-awareness that they're lying. His eyes are going upwards, which is the imagination of, you get the sense of he's actually trying to visualize how massive they must have been and seems to be more afraid 
than anything. Then the relief hits in of at least they're gone. Well, we can at least get some hirelings and return this wonderful temple to its original state. Yes. It would be nice to see it in its original state. Onwards. Then you see, like, he has, like, this look of, like, vindiction. Like, I'm going to get to work. I'm going to accomplish some things. And you see he goes about, like, 15, 20 feet to the left and just collapses on top of a bedroll. I approach. I kneel down. I take his shoes off, put them at the bed, face, sure. and I cover him up. Just because that's really nice, you can have a hero point. And, you know, for the early afternoon, you know, this isn't an ideal time to just bed down for the evening. You hope it's just like old man nap time. <laughs> uh, you, I'm assuming, exit with Benji? As I'm walking out, I just think in my head, calling out to my deity to help rejuvenate and to protect this kind soul. Ah, uh, sure. Uh, just give me a religion check on your on your way out. Calculator. <sighs> okay, 30. As, uh, as Benji's holding, like, the door open for you, you know, because he, he kind of gets the hunch of, okay, we're, we're making our exit. You swear you see, um, you know, as the door is being held open, you take your first few steps outside. You swear for just a moment you saw one of the original bricks. You know, because the place is kind of in ruins, they're kind of spread all over. You swear you saw one of those original bricks levitate and put itself back in place. It's only one. But it's something. It's better than nothing. Will there be more? Time will tell. Yes. So, uh, where are we headed? Uh, have you seen Rue yet? Um, what's up? What can you tell me of this city? Of Reynoldton? Yeah. Uh, uh, how about we sit? Sure. Okay, and just actually motions you over to that same bench that you were at earlier. Okay, um... What do you want to know? Because, you know, I uh, I mean, I'm not necessarily an expert, but, you know, I've traveled through here a ton. I, I know some of the people. Whatever you're able to recall. Um, okay, well, um, which I'm not sure if anyone told you beforehand. Um, I guess uh, myself... And, you know, people like Victor and whatnot, we all kind of 
you know, we don't necessarily have like a name, you know, we're not, you know, the most renowned people around the Darklands, but I guess we're more of like uh, our own little union of resistance members. You know, they're, most of the population will, you know, just fold under uh, Cassius's command. They don't want to openly say that they, you know, would at a moment's notice kill him in a heartbeat, but he's aware that we would. Um, so uh, the little uh, crew, the little group uh, that I've got assembled, uh, we kind of make our passes through Central Darklands. Do you, do you know what I mean? Um, here, you know, obviously Reynoldton, um, we've made a few passes through Mid-March. Um, kind of Southern, uh, every now and then they'll come up from the South Star of Woods, make their way through here, actually, where we are now in Reynoldton and down into, uh, the Mezzo District. Uh, just don't mention that around Sasha. She really does not like uh, the mezzo. Uh, where's... Oh, so you know... Okay, great, great. You know, too. Um, worst comes to worst, every now and then something will come up in Shadow Seat that's way north or uh, a bit to the east is uh, the San Mito. Uh, every now and then something could come up there. Uh, other than that, I did, and I don't mean to pry, I, I, I really don't, other than that, I did, just today, just, you know, today, I did hear some whispers about some sort of fiend that's at the bar. I just hold a finger up to my lips in a shushing fashion. Right, right, right. Okay, and, um, look, I've, I've had my fair share of travels, um, but, oh, oh boy, uh, by the hells, I can even smell it on you, Beetle. Um, where's the crown? The crown? I could take ten steps back and still see it on you. You're, you're royalty, right? I come from a long line, yes. <sighs> I'm not saying that people dislike you. I'm not saying that they will like you. Obviously, you could have just used your name to have your way around, and you haven't done that. I'm saying just be careful. I'm sure I'm not the first one to tell you, and I'm sure you're getting sick of hearing it. It's just generally the ones that I've met like you, I have to go out of my way to find them. I have to go to their home. I have to house there for days just to have a meeting just to ask them two questions over the course of 60 seconds and then I'm dismissed 
This just points amongst the two of you. This doesn't happen. I won't take it for granted. I don't need to know the details. I'm just saying maybe maybe throw some mud through your fur. Maybe drop back on the eloquence in your speech. You make it obvious, man. Maybe not to all of them, but people like me that know to look for it, we see it. Most people that I encounter don't have your knowledge. And I'm not using it to my advantage at all. I prefer being among what others of my statue were called the common folk. I feel like I can be my true self, if you know what I mean. I don't have to be... You feel more comfortable around me than by the people that clean their mouths with a napkin after they take a bite of a simple salad. Yes. I understand. And um, I haven't been home in years. So, who knows? Maybe others have changed more into like me. Well, fortunately, you are one of the ones that have a place to call that home. You see, he just points at all the crossroads, the paths out of town. That, that's my home. Sure, I have some places to crash. I even have one here, but... You know, it's not a place that I can just go to and, you know, meet a girl, meet a boy, find some kids, whatever, you know, it's just... In a place like this, it's it's too difficult, you know? When things, I'll say, settle down, get cleaned up some, when this, as I point to the clouds that still remain, is no more and a certain individual has his grasp, broken you will always be welcomed at my home yeah pardon my gnomish but how the fuck did that happen can you see him point to the separation in the sky to put it simple there was a curse and it was broken by my oh. comrades so when you say comrades um are are you referring to the uh Juice. Yeah, actually it's before he continues before he continues the sentence, just make a perception check for me. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Um, you 
And I'm, I'm, I'm specifically saying empathy because sympathy is just, you know, it's like feeling bad. Empathy is when you understand the emotion. You have empathy with Benji right now because he is this fun, fun mix of nervous, excited, and kind of embarrassed. He's like, so when you say comrades, um, is that one that's, you know, like kind of tall with, you know, the dark hair and, you know, the, the firearm, like, you know, like he's a comrade? Yes. Cool. And the two goblins, comrades. Yeah, but I'm talking about the other one. Like, oh. he's your friend? Yeah, now Beatles understanding. <laughs> yes. Cool. Sawyer is... Sawyer? You know, oh, I... cool. Dear friend. Dear friend? Oh, okay. And, you know, he... Uh... Great. That's great. Whew. Those rays of sunshine really make it warm out here, doesn't it? Be a lot warmer if there wasn't a cloud in the sky. Anyways, wow, we've been here for a while. We got stuff to do that uh, Roar thought, you know, the burial's coming up. Um, You haven't seen much. You haven't, you haven't been to Rue's yet, have you? You haven't seen Rue? Have you been to the bunk? Do you have anywhere to stay? What do you do when night comes around? You can see like that nervous mess of I'm just going to keep asking things so we get off topic is coming out. <laughs> we don't have a place to stay and we haven't been to any. all those places that you just listed. We literally just got to town. Okay, well, um, like I said, I, I have, you know, like a a crash pad, if you will. If you want to stay with me, you can. You don't have to. Um, there is the bunk. We could always get you a room there or something, or maybe a, or maybe like a Victor's already working on a place for you. I I don't know. How how about we'll see him later and then we'll see. But I'll still take you to the bunk. So if you need a room, we can you know at least make sure you don't have to sleep outside. But Rue, you gotta meet Rue. She is the best. And actually, we'll go right past the graveyard on our way. That we'll go see Rue, and then we'll our way back for the funeral. Okay. Okay. Follow me. Follow me. It's it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. Um. Just I figure you know chat along the way because it will take a couple of minutes. What would you like to chat about? This is just observation, you know. Have you noticed around this place? I know you haven't been here much, but just... What's missing here? If you'd like to make a perception check, you can. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. 
Yeah, I would say... That's a nat 20. Okay, never mind. I was going to say, like, maybe perception, diplomacy, something like that might be higher. Um, Yeah. Yeah, the 15 in the morning. Uh, no, no, no. No, the, the the nat 20 is plenty. The nat 20 is fine. <laughs> Jeez, I'm, I'm sure. I'm fucking ruined. I'm fucking ruined. That's the title. Of the, no, we can't put a curse word in it, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm ruined. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Anyways. As Benji's asking you this, you notice a couple of things. First of all is... You know, the two of you kind of stop in place. It's almost like uh, in movies when they're trying to do like a fast forward montage and you just see like the shapes of people walking around you. What's off-putting is for like every eight adults, there's like only one kid. There is minimal children around here. And like, you can see people holding hands, wedding rings, everything. You highly doubt it's some sort of like, you know, maternal Viagra-based issue. You highly doubt that. It's what happened to all the kids? And secondly, um, you know, it, it kind of seems like you're almost like getting to that end of the path where it's like, you know, Benji's guided you to almost your destination. Where you just swear for a second when you're looking back at the graveyard. You swear for just a second that you saw a bat there. And then you like, you know, just kind of rub your eyes. You look back at it and... It's just a graveyard. No bat, no nothing. Um, keep following Benji. Okay, um, and you feel pretty good about, you know, like, usually I asked about the travel along the way, but you rolled a nat 20, so I think, I'm just assuming Beetle feels pretty good about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my senses are heightened just because of it being a new area, but I'm not feeling yeah. like it. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, uh, within the next 20 seconds, uh... Benji guides you to actually a very, very simple place. It's similar to like a, you know, like those like fortune teller, like Ren, like the Renaissance Fair pop tents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it looks super similar to that, but it's like a, it's like a dark blue silk. So it's like, to some degree, like so thin that you swear like you could see through it. But, like, when you closely, like, get up to it and examine it, it's almost like it has, like, stars and, like, little, little like, solar systems going through the threads. And uh, you see where it separates, you know, 
where the silk opens for you to go through that there are like these rows of prayer beads these like uh, little bundles of mint that are tied together uh, small linen bags of salt it's like all of that like uh, you know like the home remedy type stuff <laughs> yeah yeah that laugh you know exactly what I'm fucking talking about <laughs> go buddy go you you gotta meet her she's great lead me in you you know how to greet her so I want to observe to not be disrespectful sure sure absolutely absolutely uh, I would say uh main thing is uh don't raise your voice Okay, just, you know, try to, like, you know, be casual. Um, and just maybe for safe measure, and you can see he just, like, starts pointing around your neck to your uh, amulet of your deity. Maybe just, you know, like, tuck that, you know, like, in. Okay, I tuck my uh, amulet in. And, uh, she is... A little unpredictable, so if um, let's put it this way, do you have a personal bubble? Um, it depends on my situation. Well, I'm. I'll just let you know it's going to be invaded. Let's have at it. And you see he just like wanders in and, you know, the, the separation of the tent, you know, it's obviously like just made for like human size. So you see he just like walks directly under where it curves up and just kind of like glances the top of his mohawk. And he's Rue, it's so good to see you. And you can just hear this elven voice of, I have missed you, you little nugget. And... As you finally, you know, you just take one arm to, like, peek in, and you see this uh, female uh, elven drow. She's got this kind of light bluish skin to her. Uh, all of her hair is in, like, this one long mix of, it's like half cornrows mixed with a braid and she oh, is oh. just decked out in this you, you know how like when you would get like a, a tear like a rip in like your jeans or, or your jacket and like a grandma would put like the worst like patterned patch over it to repair it she's wearing yeah. this dress that like it was probably originally supposed to be like a red and white polka dot but you can see there's like streaks of like blue and black that are crisscrossing and then there's like yellow and white that is going horizontally against it that's just this is like dozens of different shirts patched together made to look like a dress <laughs> but she okay. seems to still be wearing 
especially with your familiar familiarity with nobility she still seems to be wearing like high and high class high heels she is okay. just this amalgamation this crazy mix of almost everything you could imagine and as she finishes literally like reaching down to hug benji she looks up to you and you see she has one like very light gray almost silver eye and the other eye is like pure hazel interesting well, who is this he looks like a delight hello sweetheart my name is rue and she just reaches out a hand to greet you. I gently reach out, grab her hand, and I give it a gentle kiss on top. It's always a, always a happy day to see a new face around town, even when it is a day of the fallen. Uh, how can I help your much larger ally, Benji? See, Benji just, like, looks up at her. Well, I know you're a bit of an expert at making the more mundane kind of just cooler. So if we could pick out something from the smithy, do you think you could? And she say, say no more. Okay, uh, large fella. I didn't catch your name. Beetlesmithclaw. It is a pleasure. I am Rue. Welcome to Rue's Ruins. Let me take a look at that blade. Do you fancy it? Is, it? is this what you would say your favorite? Is she asking about the dagger or my longsword? Definitely your longsword. It is my favorite, yes, my lady. Okay. What do you like about it in particular? Is there... Helps me protect my friends. Yeah. So you don't have any emotional, sentimental attachment? It was my grandfather's. I see. I see. So what if... In... You, you, you can see, like, obviously that's that struck a chord where it's like, okay, so one thing was just knocked out of the park. Now it's almost like a plan B. What if... I'm not offering a replacement. I'm not saying that that one is no good. What I am saying is, what if you could have a plan B? Say that one, say you're fighting something and you're disarmed. Say you're, there's a, a big ogre and he rips it away from you. Wouldn't you want another one? Yes. And you wouldn't want it to be bland, would you? You want it to just be a basic blade? You want to have some oomph in it, right? Some oomph? That's where I come into play. I offer the oomph. Let me show you. And you see she just reaches to, you know, the tapestry beneath your feet. 
and it's like she's grabbing. It's almost like she's like like pulling on like handles, but there's nothing there. But you swear, you see as she's reaching down and her arms, you know, retract uh, back up. It, it's literally like this cloth round table just apparates. And it, it's a similar uh, presentation to almost like, a, you know, like the, uh, the Eevee stones in Pokemon. Where it's like, yeah. you know, he could be a Jolteon or a Flareon. Or uh, uh, what was the last one? Vapirion. You see, there are like about five, six different intricately, magically engraved arcane ruins. I can actually finally use the word ruin on these stones. So... You see, this is a very delicate process of not only acquiring one, but making it, and then I still got to put it in the weapon or the armor. Since we're going for a plan B to your longsword, let me know what tickles your fancy. Shall we begin? Please. All right, this one right here. And you see the one she picks up, it's almost like, uh, as she hands it over, it's almost like it's ice to the touch, like it feels cold. That is what we call frost ruin. If you hit something with it, in general, it will just feel a bit cooler. But if you happen to hit it in a advantage position, you're pretty confident that it will sl slow it down by a pretty substantial amount for a while. Next up, this one has a bit more uh, shock factor to it. Get it? Shock? And as you pick it up, you feel like a little zap on your fingers. <laughs> uh, this one, similar to the cold one, you know, it has a little bit of uh, that electric factor to it. But... Again, if you happen to maybe get like a, a lucky plunge at it, um, it can extend that electricity out to any of its allies that's around it. It's almost like an arc. Do you know what I'm saying? Sharing mm -hmm. is caring. All right, I've only got a few more. Uh, this one... Uh, Maybe I'll just slide this one across, and you can see it's like this deep green, and it's almost like it's trying to like drip through the table. This is what we call a corrosive ruin. Like the others, it will give you a, a little bit of acid on top of it, but if you, uh, if you get that lucky hit, if they are wearing uh, armor, or if they're wearing a, a shield like your own, uh, they can kiss the ass goodbye. You know what I'm saying? I think so. Alright, next up. This is popular. You can imagine why. And as she tosses it to you, you kind of have to hot potato. Because this thing is very warm. This is a flaming ruin. Now, you still get that little bit extra damage, but... If you manage to 
hit that weakness, you will essentially just set them ablaze. I'm not talking just for a few seconds. I'm not saying it can cauterize a wound. What I am saying is if you strike true, they're going to be on fire for quite a fucking while. It's magical fire. It persists. Now that's what I, Hello? Beetle? Beetle? Oh, here. Hang on. And you see as she throws the ruin, she's like screaming at you, but you can't hear anything. And you realize you're holding a thundering ruin that you just hear these cracks of like a thunderstorm above you. You let go of the mm. ruin. Does it work? Yeah, I could see your mouth moving before, but couldn't hear you. Lovely. That means I did it right. Last ruin. Are you ready? Yes. And you see as she uh, has this one in her hand, you know, it's just like a pinch in between the thumb and the index finger that as she has it in her hand, she just kind of gives it a squeeze and it extends to like five times its normal size and she has to hold it with both hands. Pretty great, ain't it? Squeezes it again and phew, shrinks back down. This is what we call a giant killing ruin. Hey. Excuse me? George. Yes? You said a word. Oh, shit, that's part of... Actually, that's part of the ruin. You did good. For <laughs> one sec, was paying attention. Yeah, and for once that was unintentional because that's what this ruin is called. Oh. Yeah, I did not even like try to like sneak that. Here, I'll show you. Ooh, I'm not asleep yet, people. <laughs> I know, right? No, straight up, I'm I'm sending you a picture of this. It's straight up called giant killing. That's not something that I tried to like sneak. That was me just reading, and it just so happened that the word that we picked was that. I told you. <laughs> okay. So, which one do you like? I like this one. The giant killing one. Oh, this one very well. Okay. And you want that in a lawn sword? Or are you thinking of something else like a glaive? A great axe? Long sword. Longsword, okay, great. A plan B. That's very good. That's very good. Okay, so because I'm assuming, and you can see she's like kind of dead, eyeing Benji. I'm assuming you made a new friend. Yes, yes, I did. He is. I I think he is going to do some real good. I think he might. You can see she just like cuts him off. Between you and me, 300 gold, and I'll put this in a brand new longsword for you. It will take a little bit. It's not immediate. I gotta, I gotta, you know, work through it, but we'll get there. I walk up to her, mm -hmm. hand her a pouch that is 400 gold, and I say, 
300 is in here, plus an extra 100. And you can pick the wrappings for the hilt. Gives you a little peck on the cheek. Dale! Okay, so we are putting uh, the, of all words, giant <laughs> ruin uh, on that long sword for you, which, you know, it, it will take a, a little bit. You still have your, you know, your main weapon with you. It's just because of uh, the giant being said, all I did was take my chudge, so here's my shot. Drink up, bitch. Oh, Jesus. I think... <laughs> oh, there's the hiccup. No, I think there was, um... Episodes ago, uh... Before we switched the channel, I had a... Why is it so spicy? And a bunch you of people did. picked up on yeah, a bunch of people picked up on the comment. Man, that stuff hits. Okay. Yeah, it does. You know what? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I've bought right. I've bought you a ton of these before. Yeah, you're trying to kill me with them. They do hit. They do. <laughs> Which. Yeah, buddy. I I do still right. ha I I I have one, for next week or the next two weeks because other than our uh, rum chata during the Royal Rumble actually this was untouched <laughs> true you okay. know what roll a d6 uh, uh, I'm sorry what was that roll a d6 oh shit I will I put my dice over here actually okay got it I'll, I'll use the, the Tillian Gambler d6s Oh god, that was a mistake. I rolled a fucking one. <laughs> I rolled Jesus. a three. Gee, oh my god, I had a shot. Fuck, that sucks. You okay. know what, buddies? No, buddies, drink again. Oh, <laughs> because you're fucking me over so much, why not fuck over them too? <laughs> sure, if you put it that way. Everyone gets fucked. Anyways, so um, we feel pretty good with Rue, with this lawn sword that she's working on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just want to head out with Benji, check out the bunk. What do you want to be up yeah. to? Yeah, we can go check out the bunk. Great, great. So um, as you are uh, exiting, I don't want to say her shop, because it, it, it was like I said, this, this was like one of the very, you know, traditional, just like the pop-up TP type tents, uh, that as you are exiting, you, you actually do, instead of just handing it out, how about we do a perception check? Just, just right away. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yep. Um. It's. It's less of a matter of like a commotion around town. Because you know there's 
the the burial and everything coming up that you know some shops are closing early you still probably got around like half an hour that you know there's not like a super rush on time it's just you know you, you do notice there's just some general shops and you know some people gathering early it's more of the audio it's the fact that you're hearing and like what's muffled at first you you know stop for a, a moment you close your eyes you know like you grab benji's shoulder and you're like hey wait and what at first is a murmur you realize is picking up in volume like it's coming towards you and it's actually your name it's beetle beetle and you see this uh figure just gently like you know this isn't like a a horse that is sprinting through town it's at like a gentle gallop with a figure on top of it beetle beetle he just seems to be panning left and right beetle yes well you, you say it out loud to this figure yeah ah and you know continues to gallop towards you jumps off the horse beetle um courier a summons for you and hands you a scroll hops back on his horse and tips a hat thank you uh retracts back and he seems to just be headed uh west and you have this some sort of summon some sort of scroll in your hand I open the scroll. Okay, you open it, and it's actually very short. Uh, simply put, this is a, a uh, this is a summons. This is for you to return to mid March. Not effective immediately, but within the upcoming days, at your earliest convenience. Apparently, something has happened with a figure named Navian, which is actually on our docks. So if you have to take a moment <laughs> to to look that up, or if you would like me to just send it to you, I can. Can you just send it? I'm writing it. <laughs> yes. Um, here, let me pull this up. Yes. So... What this career is saying is that figure um, seems to need your help. Is this scroll signed at all with the signature it is i was just pulling up a couple of things to make sure that uh we were on the same page uh, yes this is signed by easton Rowe, which would you also like me to send you the equivalent of that person or do you yes, think you know who that is okay you said easton Rowe. yeah r-o-w-e
uh, because yeah. for a while. Yeah, no, oh. no, oh, oh, no, 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 no. It it is perfectly fine, and he seems to think that uh, you know. And just to summarize for everyone listening to that, this figure Easton Rowe that assigned this um, summoning you to return to Midmarch, not effective immediately, but within the upcoming days because something happened with Navian. And, you know, I'm sending all of these equivalents to you. Um, and Easton seems to think that uh, this individual, uh, Taylor the Gravekeeper, is responsible. Which, all three of those are in your messages now. Okay, so... I roll the scroll back up tightly and I put it inside my tunic. Great. I let out a low but very powerful growl. Mm -hmm. And I place my hands behind my back, fold my interlock my fingers, and I start walking away. <sighs> Everything. I, I I don't mean to intrude. Is is there a problem? Is everything okay? I will need to leave in the next day. Okay. Or two on the fastest steed this place has. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But first, before this funeral i do need to speak to my comrades okay okay great great um let's just uh i mean would you rather just uh head over to uh the burial first we can be there early do you want to still see the bunk it's uh you know it's it, it's your call i'm uh, i'm cool with either how much time do we have before the funeral, since you said you have to initiate oh, it? Maybe 20 minutes. Well, I mean, Karad uh, is a pretty simple dude, you know, and his places. And you see Benji points about just like four or five houses down. Let's quick stop into the bunk, guarantee a room for us. Okay. All, and then go to the barrier. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Let's just, you know, double time. Let's go. I start walking at my full pace. Right, and uh, you know, as you're just kind of, you know, you're not like shoulder charging, you know, citizens. It's just, you know, that kind of begrudgingly, very quick. Excuse me. Pardon me. Um. And you see where Benji is entering, where he's guiding you to, is uh, 
the one place that you were wishing he didn't. <laughs> you see this angled, lucky to just be upright, two-story wooden home. It looks like a fourplex, honestly. But, like, the left side is, like, sinking into the ground. The overhang above the patio is tilted. There's stains all over. There's, like, a little puddle of dried blood. You know, like, you can smell, you know, like, some sort of, like, you know, like, uh, meat being cooked. And, like, you know, you turn around the corner and you see this full-on just naked halfling cooking a hog, giving you a thumbs up. Uh, have you... Yeah. What is this? This is the bunk. Uh, Eric, have you ever seen Eurotrip? No. Oh, to some of you that have, when in the movie Broadus Lava is mentioned, <laughs> which I'll show you after this, this is the idea. <laughs> uh, this is okay. the bunk. Yeah. What's up? I'm just making sure you've been. Lead me to the meat market. No, no, here. Uh, it's right inside. And you see, he holds the door open for you again, and as you enter, you know, the interior of this place, it just reeks of piss, man. <laughs> it just does. You know, those just, like, absolute slums. Like, this isn't a... This isn't the Hilton. This is a hotel. This is worse than a motel. You take a look around, you know, there's like... It, it was like I said, it's similar to a fourplex where you have, you know, area to your lower left, your lower right, your upper left, your lower right. And you hear commotion immediately from upstairs and you see literally just sprinting, full sprint from the top of the stairs to the bottom, running out the door behind you that you just entered are these like two teenage elves that are literally chasing each other around with daggers running down the stairs past you. You see at a central desk, there is this elderly looking uh, half orc. He's got, like, these mutton chops and, like, a bit of an overbite with, you know, those two, like, big tusks, you know, just retracting all the way out of the mouth. They're pretty chipped away, you know, they're pretty, like, a like a darkened brown, you know, decaying look to him. He's got his feet up in a wobbly chair. I turn around and I walk out the door and I start heading to the graveyard. B? Beetle! I thought... Beetle? See Benji just begins running towards you. <laughs> I will sleep almost anywhere, but I will not sleep in a place that smells of piss as badly as this. Okay, so... 
either you'll crash with me, that's cool, I got a, I got an awesome hammock, or we'll see what Victor has to offer. Either way, we'll take care of you. Sounds good. Great, great. Okay. Uh, if anything, we'll be early, which is great. Right? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You see, like, he, like, so much energy, enthusiasm, like, he's so ready for this, but, like, it's almost like the sprint in place, because he's just, like, you know, this little halfling, that, like, a full-on run to him is just, like, a fast walk for you. I scoop him up, and I carry him. Oh, thank God. I, I, I think it's the armor. I really do. I think it just, it weighs me down. Could be, yeah. Okay, so let's, and you know, he just points and, you know, like, obviously you already know where it is, but, you know, there are already, uh, I'm not going to say, like, you know, the whole town is there, but, you know, there are dozens of citizens of even just, like, younger teenage, you know, drow, dwarves, etc., that seem to just be offering whatever si- simple weaponry that uh, Roar thought, you know, this fallen figure, you know, maybe he made it, maybe he just taught them how to use the weapon. Uh, they seem to just kind of all be offering their various weapons, uh, accommodations, uh, etc., to the tombstone. You see Benji just kind of retract behind it, you know, starts taking off the scale mail into, you know, a much more proper attire. <sighs> Beetle, if you wouldn't mind, um, could you join everybody else as I begin the uh, commencement? I just nod my head and I Thank join you. Thank you. everyone. Uh, hello. Uh, citizens of Reynoldton, I believe you all know why we are gathered here. It is with the utmost sadness, uh, Rorthok, very talented orc ally of all of ours, has fallen. He just wasn't a mentor to me and to most of us. He didn't just make blades. Um... He was a friend. He was an open ear. He was someone we could come to not only for our martial training, but our emotional, our mental welfare. If it wasn't for him, could you... And, you know, you can see Benji just motions over to, you know, maybe uh, this... uh, drow figure is late teens seems to not have any sort of family around him would you even be standing here if it wasn't for his training you know you can see kind of you know shyly just kind of nods his head no and you was there ever a sword in your hand and you know the next figure uh, that seems to be a uh, a taller kobold with like you know some green scales just 
No, he taught me everything. He really, like, you know, I didn't even know, like, how heavy a sword was. And, like, you know, just all these people begin uh, stepping forth and, you know, admitting their various weaknesses that they don't have ever overcome. Well, for, for me, you know, I know that there are a couple of others more versed in combat but if it uh if it wasn't for him i wouldn't uh i can confidently say as i'm upright in front of all of you i wouldn't be a and beetle you see during this speech uh benji with these eyes wide of fear begins to draw back, stepping away from Rorthok's burial. You look to your left and your right and you see a thick, heavy fog begins to roll in. Those rays of sunlight, those very subtle little beams of sunshine coming through begin burning red. For a moment you hear heavy, approaching, quick horse hooves. But then it's gone. You swear you heard it, but then in like a moment's notice, like a snap of the fingers, it's gone. As this quiet lingers over, you know, you look to the citizens of Reynoldton, you look to Benji, almost with like a shoulders up type shrug. You see, not ascending, but descending, already above you, this group of bats begins to dive bomb about 20 feet from you, but still purposefully across. They're not surrounding you. It is dive bombing like a radius, like a diameter circle around. You see with one heavy thoom and this explosion of black tendrils. About 20 feet away from you, but still purposefully directed, directed purposefully across the grave in a high collared suit, a fur-lined cloak, short dark hair your first good look at two stars one completely penetrating from above the left eyebrow down to the left cheekbone and on the other side of his face all the way through his mouth above his right lip down through the lower right lip. 
Cassius Dark Throne before you. Citizens begin panicking, everyone attending the ceremony, looking to run, and the reign of bats continues to five, eight, a dozen bats crashing down, dropping this bat form into their vampiric humanoid form. See Cassius looks left, looks right. And you see there's almost like this confusion in his eyes, almost like he's as lost as all of you are. Subtly grins. A great man has fallen. <laughs> I'm just paying my respects as I should. Is there something so wrong with that? Make a perception check, Beetle. As you are doing that, Beetle, this is just kind of a, a heads up, a shout out to everyone listening. I am giving Beetle a hero point here. And it's like, why? Because Beetle hasn't done anything for like two minutes. That's why he's getting a hero point. I can think of plenty of other people that would say, well, wait, I'm going to draw my sword and I'm going to cast. Like, no. Eric trusted me enough. I'm not saying Beetle. I'm saying Eric trusted me, George, enough to get through my narrative to create the scene. He didn't interrupt me a single time, just like how a week or two ago, I didn't interrupt Beetle. I didn't make him roll skill check. And just now, Eric didn't contest anything. He didn't interrupt anything. This is the way Pathfinder should be played. You have to have a trust between if you're the GM or the player let them say what they want to just get out of their system. That's why Eric gets a hero point here. So, perception check. 32. I'm sorry, was that a 32? You heard correctly. Okay. Um, 19 plus a 13. Yeah, as... Cassius is trying to essentially just like you're aware he's just making excuses a great man has fallen blah 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 whatever it's as he's trying to exude this sense of I should be here I have a reason you realize amongst all the citizens amongst all the people around you He is almost like pantomiming. It's like it 
to an untrained eye, it would be like he's turning his head. But his eyes are fixed. His eyes are on one location, one spot. And you see, it's not you. It's not Benji. It's behind both of you. It's behind to the left of both of you. you. See about 15 feet behind you as you turn your head, Sasha is standing there. That even though Cassius is speaking amongst everybody, he's trying to make this seem like a public appearance. His eyes have never left her gaze. Anyways, small one, where were you? As he's talking to Benji, yeah. I place my left hand on the pummel of my long sword mm-hmm. to be ready at a moment's notice. Noted, noted, absolutely. And you see Beetle, just like uh, Beetle, Jesus, Benji, <laughs> looks up with this, like uh, the SpongeBob, like, Hamana, 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 Hamana. Uh, absolutely, sir. Um,. You see, uh, Worth, uh, uh, Doc, he, um, does Benji see Beetle? He, he definitely does. It's just, it seems that any nerve he had was gone and is filled with fear. So, if he, as he, can see me because I'm probably standing yeah. behind a ball. Yeah. yeah. I use my right hand, palm up, I take, make the action of breathing in a deep breath of air. Mm-hmm. And I show me exhaling by pushing my hand down and out to help just tell him without saying words, but showing him yeah. breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. And, and you can see he, like, obviously is like, right, right. So, as I was saying, and you see Cassius literally just, <sighs> in a split second, it's like he was in one spot and now he's in another and is covering Benji's mouth. We've been speaking about this roar thought for long enough, don't you all think? Why don't we answer a question, shall we? Can anyone tell me? And you can see he reaches into, you know, this incredible, just beautiful cloak that he has. Uh, brings out, like, this isn't just like a book that's like spined with an author. It's almost like a journal. And, you know, Lit's index finger begins to flip pages. Right here. Right here fixes his gaze away from Sasha to you, Beetle. Would you like to tell me who... Right here. Puts his index finger on a page. Who this is? You can see he literally just shoves the book into your face. Retracts it out a bit. And you see... Originally... 
for a moment, it's actually just a blank page. You're like, what the fuck do you want me to read? And then you begin to see script appear. Script reading. Almost like a short story. Specifically titled about... The Curse Breaker. Referencing... Sawyer Greyfall. I see you here. I see this sad little thing here pointing down at Benji. Where's everyone else? Enlighten me, please. What do you want with my allies? You see, as like he's saying, enlighten me, and you respond. All of those bats that took the humanoid form, they begin to circle. They begin to close, like the shield circling the ring. That circle, you know, the diameter closes around you. You see claws extend, licking of the fangs as that maybe 20, 25 foot mark becomes 15, almost 10. You hear rapid footsteps. Footsteps, not hooves. This isn't animalistic. You hear rapid footsteps and see catapulting through the air. A familiar humanoid, dual-wielding wooden stakes figure of Victor standing by your side in the middle of the circle of vampires coming after you and Benji. You hear further footsteps, not on the ground but on rooftops. You see somersaulting through the air to the back of these vampires is Emma Mazarin with her swords. To the flip side of you, no footsteps but a heavy metallic dragging. You see Mr. Mazarin dragging a great axe behind himself. The sight of them, Mr. and Mrs., you've never seen fear before in Cassius's eyes. You've only met him a time or two. Maybe, maybe there's a hint of it. But this is heavily wide-eyed disbelief. That it's like he's not able to comprehend what's before him. Fear is a good look on you, Cassius. It the, suits you well. He's just staring daggers through you, points left, points right, at the Mazarins. That is not possible. It is very much possible, Cassius. And he's just still pointing at them. 
you may fear them as the citizens of the land fear you. But we will not be cocky while facing you when that time comes. And you see to the reverse of them, not all that steery, but an attempt. You see Ral and Quan stack on top of each other. <laughs> we got you! And then, like, a bit of a head talk from Cassius of... I guess there's more. <laughs> and almost like a half-assed laugh of, hmm. You think... This, and points it over at Roland Juan, this is enough. You see that 20 feet separation becomes to five. A jettison over the grave. I am the knight. I sit atop the dark throne, and you think that this is... And with a deep breath... This is a deep breath of disbelief. Because you realize, Beetle, that you're missing someone. You hear that loud, metallic notch of a gun click. And behind Cassius, you see Sawyer Greyfall holding a pistol barrel against Cassius's head. Hello, brother. All of you are endlessly annoying. Oh, it takes an endlessly annoying to know an endless annoyance. to tears his head from the barrel just for a moment just to you know retract his head back down to you but you can see Sawyer digs the barrel even further into his temple I see you've made friends I <clears throat> I lost my temper I apologize. Clearly. Looks left, right. Sees all the citizens of Reynoldton. Clearly. Clearly, I am not welcome here. Am I? Springs no. left, springs right, just, you know, cracking his neck. Very well. Puts up this, like, waving index finger of a hand signal. All those vampires closing in around you seem to... Back into bats. If I may... And grabs the barrel of Sawyer's gun. 
if I may, and looks to you, Beetle. It seems as if he's asking to approach. Tread carefully. As you say tread carefully to Cassius, it still seems that... And Ryan, I hope I'm doing you right here. It still seems that Sawyer doesn't trust you. That as Cassius begins to approach you, there's still a pistol barrel to his head. I feel it. I feel like that's how Ryan would react. Yeah, probably. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to do you right here, buddy. <laughs> Be this as it may. Just points up to the gun barrel. Before me and my ally, me and my allies go here. Beetle, may I convey something to you? Go ahead. And you see, like, you know, you're just, you know, you usual, you know, when you walk in my apartment, you know, hey, Eric, you know, a comfortable distance. He purposefully leans his head next to your ear and it's not that he's trying to whisper he speaks in a normal voice he's not trying to make it secret he's ensuring that you hear him <sighs> the things retract you know you're not going to be bitten but there's that that jolt of <sighs> You never felt something like that. You can feel the breath against your eardrum. Beetle. Ander says hello. And his bat form flies away. That's a momentary pause. Eric, how's your jaw right now? Does the silence count as an answer? It does. I'm trying to not punch the wall. You see all these bats away. You've got just about everyone other than your buddies back in mid-March around you. What seems to just be whatever citizens, civilians, grab a shovel, finish the burial. A ton of them shocked, stunned, in fear retracted back to their homes a lot of them 
standing there waiting. They saw vampires before them. They were waiting to be killed, but they're alive. There are people waiting for answers and are confused about what they saw. See, I say nothing. I look at the Mazarans in a look of pure hatred. There is no hiding it. Yeah. As you look to both of them, you see Emma is the first to retract her blades. In a weird way, that's a thing. She took the time to put the blades, like, you know, back where they go. Mr. did not bother. As he was already dragging this great axe, he just dropped it. And as you were running, he was basically waiting with open arms. What did he say? Let's just say it's a declaration of war. Because now it is personal. It wasn't, you don't involve It wasn't before? We are still catching up. I'm, I don't mean to seem ignorant. It wasn't before. Now he, he personally attacked you. Yes. This time he attacked my lover. Understood. Understood. And your... Um... For lack of a better term, dare devil. Is he okay? See him just point over to Sawyer. <laughs> Which, looking at Sawyer, he's literally like twirling around his pistol. Like, you know, like the Western Cowboys. Like, hey, that works pretty good. He He's like totally unfazed by this. I cannot say that he is fine. I cannot say that he is unfine. But I'm shocked well. that he didn't pull the trigger. Does Cassius hold something over him as well? I believe he referenced him as some sort of curse breaker. Sawyer's shadow was right. his curse. Yes, yes. Sawyer, to our knowledge. Yeah, and, and now that... No, that it is no longer following him. He did right. Very well, very well. Okay. Yeah. That is... That is a lot to unpack. Mm, and before all of this, I was delivered a scroll. Oh, very good. Very well. Where are you headed? I have to return to mid-March. Something has happened to 
a very close friend of the groups. Um, well, in a um, in a strange way. No, that wouldn't work. I was thinking, um, mid-March is somewhat on the way to Nalore, that if all of these puzzles that Sasha presented you could solve, then you could, you know, two birds, one stone, for lack of a better term. But we have yet to uncover the issue of the missing children. Have you made any progress? None yet. Great. Great. But we have identified, or somewhat identified, the... I feel uncomfortable saying it. Creature. It. Within the tavern. Have you uncovered um the priest's issue? Is he okay? Is he well? Sleeping like a baby. Oh, so well, wonderful, wonderful. So that leaves with just uh, uh the. Whew. That's the worst option, isn't it? That leaves us with the kids. Yeah. Great. And you have no idea what's wrong with them. We have no idea what's wrong with them. No. Baby steps. We must move quickly, though. I'm going to need to leave in a day or two, at the latest. Well, I believe for this, and it doesn't mean too aggressively, but is it is a very quick. You know, you almost feel that primal defensive motion, but then you realize, okay, this is Mr. Mazarin. You'll accept almost like a headlock of. You identified this devil. We will handle this tonight. You have already gotten a grip on whatever is wrong with this priest. Two out of three is good enough for me. Get rid of this devil. Return to mid-march. And then come back. When you come back, we will report information on the children. Make it fast. I simply nod my head. This is not me being strict with you. This is me wishing to not be decapitated 
by my own sister. And he just happily walks away, <laughs> just drops the whole facade like, I'm Mr. Smooth. Everything's great. He needs a freaking counselor. He probably does. Mm -hmm. So, Beetle, gathering yourself? Sure. <laughs> Your allies around a little bit of role play, a little bit of speech, talk amongst yourselves and what Cassius said. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Uh, you feel that this burial... Even though it was not given its due respect, this is about as far as it will get. You have all of your friends around you. You are discussing your next move. Uh, given the time of day, because Sasha did give you, you know, that bit of a warning that, you know, hey, it's going to be the afternoon-ish times. You're probably looking at around 5 p.m.-ish. No bats. No vampires. A lot of awestruck citizens. You ditched the bunk, however, Benji did offer you his hammock. That he did. Uh, what are we thinking? You got a few hours before quote unquote sundown. I look at Sasha and I simply ask her What? Where's a private holy place that I may use with the Masorites and my group and with you with me? You and your brother. You see, there's just that, like... I don't want to call it disdain. There's that, I don't want to say. But there's that, you've deserved it. Oh... All I can fucking offer is the shitty and just points the Cathedral of the Dawnflower. But you guys were already there. She points at the church where Elu might still be under. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, yeah, that's what I've got. Did you see him looking at me like I was like a piece of fucking meat? I did. I'm just kidding. Okay, cool, cool, great. Yeah, so it's not just, yeah, yep, got it. Cool. 
I'm good. I I look at the others and I beckon them to yeah. uh, head first so Miss, I can talk. Miss Sasha, how about you just calm down? How about I offer, or perhaps your brother could just give you a simple foot rub. And you see just those like almost like mom eyes looking down at a kid that's just like, what the fuck did you just say? See Benji just like retracts and hides behind you. Maybe I shouldn't have spoken. I looked at Sasha to see what I can read from her after that. Uh, let's just call it a religion check, sure. Hmm. Thirty. Thirty. There's a sense of, th th there is some responsibility in her of, I gotta make sure, you know, these people are back in their homes now because they just simply cannot trust the rest of the day. You know, he was already here. It's what else is around us. Will he come back? Because, you know, there's some sort of obsession with her. That's how far away did he flee? Did he go away, or is he just out of eyeshot? That there's that apprehension. There's that nerve that she just doesn't want to show. And it's not hatred at all towards Benji. It's just, you optimistic little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Benji and ask him to lead yeah. the others to the cathedral so I can I, talk to I can do that. Um, yeah, just just do keep in mind that um she does think my allies are basically a bunch of fuck offs. I just pat him on the head and so, Okay. Yeah, so we'll just... Yeah, that way. Good. Um, Let's go! <laughs> like, you know, it's almost like a Mario leap. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you are uh, left alone with uh, Victor and Sasha. I know these are troubling times, and I'm most troubled by him appearing. But, and please, you don't have to say everything, but at least I ask that what you do say is the truth. But what is his fascination with particularly you, Sasha?
looks left, looks right, you know, just in general, make sure that you're amongst yourselves. <sighs> this has gone for so many years. All of the fears. Day to day, night to night. None of us can... And, you know, she just motions to Victor. We can't even enjoy a drink because one wrong word and suddenly he's allowed around us or something. You know, we can't even invite someone who we think is our friend in our home because they could be him disguised or an illusion or something. Your guess. Your best guess is as good as our best guess combined. There's no nefarious detail. There is something about me. He seems to know. I have been to palm readers, fortune tellers, psychics, anything above the shitty fucking sun that apparently now exists. We have not found an answer. What we do know is where I go, he is some sort of heat-seeking finder directed of me. The only one and I shouldn't say one, it is a couple of rumors. The only ones that seem to have any sort of knowledge, which please, if by some fucking reason your big ass fucking princely stupid panther whatever you are knows, which, uh, Vic, please, that Th thank you. And you see Victor hands over uh, some sort of like formal parchment. Please enlighten me because you know so much better, right? You fucking royal shit. Please tell me whoever uh, Navian and the Onyx Shaman are. Please. And she literally just throws it at you. Please tell me, because you seem to know everything. Go ahead. These are the answers, so go ahead. Tell me these answers. I look at her. I look at... Victor. I look you around there's an, a, a, There's a, an immediate pause in Victor, because it's like... Oh no. 
as I'm holding the scroll that Victor gave me. Oh, no, uh, Sasha you... threw it. Oh, okay. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I pull out the scroll that was handed to me by the mm -hmm. carrier, and I hand it to Victor. Mm -hmm. I look at Sasha, dead square in her face, unblinking, unmoving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How have you heard of Navian? What have you heard of Navian? And I say this politely, but with force. From... <laughs> What do you know of him, Smarty Pants? A dear friend of mine. <laughs> Navy. Navy is a So you've just met him casually, huh? Yes. And I traveled with the distant, very distant family member of the yeah. Onyx Shaman. Oh, so now the one person that can cure... The... <laughs> Do you think my life is a fucking joke? Is that what you're saying? Do you think I'm a joke? As she says this, I stand up to my full height, and I look down on her a little bit. I think I'm yeah, a little bit taller yeah, than yeah, her. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I step square in front of her, and I say, no, but apparently you think I am. I don't give a shit what issues you've had with past royalty, but do not compare me to them and I walk away Vic and that's the last thing you hear of Victor like sharing the scrolls and as you're walking away like you swing open the door and like Benji is still like you know 15 feet away it's like he's in between you and Victor and Sasha like he can't pick who to go with as you swing open the door there's a figure waiting right there a familiar figure in his teenage years with dark hair Seems well rested. Uh, hey. Um, I heard some commotion and, uh, it seemed like Beetle and Benji needed someone to vouch for them. So slowly approaches inside. See Victor and Sasha just kinda like Okay, what's going on here? 
um, hello, your, uh, looks to you, looks to Benji, just kind of lost, so he just bows his head. Your majesties, um, I've been staying, I've been living amongst your grounds. Uh, I apologize, first of all, for, uh, Bolston kind of uh, not being on his A game, apparently. Uh, I was preventing him from being his best. Uh, I live under uh, his establishment. And you see Victor immediately just pulls your collar. Who the fuck is this guy? Someone that I was hoping to talk to you. In private about. Okay, talk five, four, three, go. This is Iru. At some point, he was turned into a vampire, but he's not the typical vampire. He doesn't suck or eat human blood. He immediately Just wraps rap. his arm around Sasha and begins talking to her as Ilu was talking. So, um. It. Might not. Oh boy. Uh, I mean, he told me to move, so I'm moving. Points to you, obviously. <laughs> you know why um, did you come up here? Well, you told me to to you know when he's awake. So, you know, I'm awake. Right. I. Did but I didn't tell you to come up here. I told you to stay hidden. Oh, so should I go back? It's too late now. The damage is done. Okay, so should I just sit? Okay. Sits down. Uh, dudes before me. Um. Anyways. I, I, I think I can help. And you, you see Benji just like his hands on his hips. Like he has been with you, but now it's just like, what the fuck is going on? And you still are like, what the fuck is going on right back at him? <coughs> Victor just, rubbing and, yeah, and, and Victor just stares at you and you hear that same voice of, he better make this good. Oh, of course, Sasha. Not. I would. Um. It. From what I've heard, um, it seems that uh, Mister Beetle perhaps could have a problem in the next town over that I could assist with. And, um, even if he does not need to bring me with, I think I could help all of you above ground identify the ones that are not like me. I heard, uh, didn't someone, one of you, a couple of times, I heard the Onyx Shaman, that little... Dragon guy that made me less hungry? Who said that? 
I look at Sasha. He is a myth. Urban legend. Someone that could cure vampirism. You're the first exhibit of why it does not work. Don't you want to? And you can see Shasha like extends her neck purposefully. Don't you want to? And just points at it and you see Elu's just like unfazed. What's she doing? She's trying to provoke you into biting her neck because you're a vampire. Uh... But she thinks nobility people are lying assholes as I look at her. Ma'am, you're making me uncomfortable. You just see Sasha, like, takes, like, ten steps back and, like, just out of fury, just slaps Victor. And exits. Well, I mean, she only has half the say. Right? Yeah. Beetle, you need to really, really pick your words here. Okay, friend? You know I... What is he? What are you? He just looks at Elu. He is... Mr. Beetle, what am I? You're a hybrid. Like, you're, you still have the characteristics of a vampire, but you don't... I got it. So okay, Mr. Anything. Victor, I... I might look like, you know, like, one of the things, but, you know, like, I don't, like, chew on you. I just want to, like, eat blood. But not human blood. He wants to... Okay. Just so animal blood. Can I just, like, give him a deer? And is he okay? Is that how it works? Yeah. He's been living off the rats that are underneath this building. What? Why is he? Let's rewind. Why are you eating rats? You see, you lose. It's like, well, because I don't want to like eat you, but like I want it. So, like, you know, the red goo, like, that's, like, my sustenance, but it's not, like, your red goo. And you see Victor just look at you like, what the fuck? He, quote-unquote, is allergic to human blood. Are you trying to tell me he's, like, a fucking, like, a vegetarian? Yes. 
Where the fuck Essentially, is that's what it is. How much are you paying him? Is he paying you? You see, Ilu is just like, I mean, I'm just pretty tired, and he told me to move. Yeah, because you're keeping the priest awake. And he was keeping you awake. Okay, so, so where do... <laughs> where am I supposed to put this? I was about to call him a thing, he's not a thing. Ilu, are you a thing? Uh, Mr. Beetle, am I a thing? No, you're a human. A very old teenage oh, human. Okay, so where do I put him? I place myself in between Victor and Ilu and simply ask, what do you mean, Vic? Just looks past your left shoulder to him. Can you control yourself around? And you can see like just lowers his collar as does Benji. Can you control yourself? You see Ilu just looks at you confused. He's asking if... Why are they... That's weird. They have night. They work out. And you see Victor's just looking back at you like, what? Okay, Victor. And there's We're like this, yeah, yeah. But before you even say, okay, Victor, there is this, that same mental connection of, he doesn't want to eat me? You're... I'm sorry, I doubted you. We're going to put this in terms that you confidential. understand. This is confidential. That's what this is. Yes. So, picture a vegetarian. Yep. Or they only eat mm -hmm. salads and that. Now, picture, like, you and I. We eat, but we also will still have a salad once in a while. But we really like meat. In vampire terms, he is not a meat. He eater. isn't one of them, but he isn't one of us. Has Correct. this happened? I don't. Is he? I was afraid this to is... see you. This may be stupid. But is he the, is he like a, is he like a prime? Is he the first of his kind? Does he realize? I don't know he if he is. There the are centuries of, of vampirism before him that maul humanoids that he may be the first one to not maul he anyone. He understands that there are others that aren't like him. He understands that. Okay. What is this bond with this shaman? That... <laughs> Ugh. 
It yeah, does, I'm like Shaman is like not, a doctor. It does not make me not trust him. It makes me believe he is more of a myth, because that is what the Shaman is. He is a myth. The Shaman is not a myth. He was... Was. Is. If. Was. I don't know if this shaman is dead or not. That's why I'm saying both words, Victor. Was a real person. He was trying to cure and rid the world of vampires. Making it so that they were still around, but not harming humans. Like... A Cassius... Weird thing. Elu. They should not call him a weird thing. Like Elu. Yes, they, he was trying to make him... Like what Elu okay. is. So just... But Cassius for... got pissed and threatened the um, shaman's wife and was either going to kill the shaman's wife if the shaman didn't stop his experiments. The shaman's wife was pregnant at the time, so he agreed. How do you know this? A f former companion, a friend of mine. Understood. Who is trying to find out his family history. Okay. And where in the family tree the shaman is. Okay. And so... The shaman agreed to stop his experiments to save his wife and unborn child created a portal we'll say and sent his wife and unborn child away to safety in case Understood. Cassius changed his mind yes and so I do not know if the shaman kept his word on completely stopping or if Elu is a byproduct of the experiments and two vampires doing the naked dance and Elu somehow after centuries I'm going to say is the byproduct of natural birth of not being a true vampire, but being a vampire. I'm not saying that I'm buying what you're selling. What I'm saying is he hasn't hurt anyone or anything from what I've seen. Look at my neck, Victor. Look at Benji's neck. Look at my wrist. 
Look at Benji's wrist. We were there with him. He never attacked us once. There's no bite marks. Look at the entire body if you have to. It's uh, it's a hell of a story that I believe. You don't have to convince me. I'm all for it. There's yeah, no... I don't remember what I just said. <laughs> the apprehension is towards I can't even say my better half because we're simply siblings there is still much to be uncovered such as his obsession with her his arrival here today It's not to discredit all the advances you've made, especially with Yon Ilu, and actually gives him a double pat on the shoulder. Carefully, under supervision, and Beetle. Although you have this summons to answer, I believe looks left, looks right. Perhaps that can wait until the AM that perhaps with the correct amount of manpower. you could correct this and grabs you around the neck d-e-v-i-l issue in my bar yes retracts the arm and you know we are getting to the uh you know surpassing the dinner time hours of if we all have the same hunch you've given if you and you little drunk shit and you hear just bursting out of like saloon doors uh Heavy metallic cup and heavy dwarven feet. You see, fella O'Houlihan, I'm right here. <laughs> but what do you need? Oh, tall cat. Hello. We're gonna have to be drinking, fella. It's about to be a <sighs> brawl in the bar. Is that a. Are you requesting? Really? Like, am I getting paid? I don't need to get paid. This is glorious, yes! And you see, as you're about to, like, just clash tainters, like, you're all for this, Benji's. Is this really the best idea? Aren't we fighting, like, evil? 
You gotta be drunk to see this sequel. Come on, fella. I walk towards the bar. Uh, we yeah, uh, But what? Hmm. That doesn't seem... And you, you see, like, Victor's, like, retracting him, like, trying to explain, but Benji's just like, no, like, it's about law. It's about righteousness. Like, you know, like the Captain America speech. <laughs> I turn around, I look at Victor, and I go, permission to do what must be done, boss? You just see, like, a big thumbs up. Back into the bar. You back into the bar with... Fella. <laughs> I love that you had to say it because it's just you guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and this generally would be, like, almost like your, uh... Like, post-dinner... You know, like, kind of one like everyone should be entering when it's like, okay, you know, kids are put to sleep. It's like now everyone's coming in that this creature, this, I believe your deity gave you the simple word of devil. There was yep. nothing beyond it. It was just the word devil. Mm-hmm. That you sought exit. You didn't see an enter. It's working on some sort of schedule. That seems like as you have entered. Although Beetle himself has not had pretty much anything to drink yet today. Fella no. seems to already be whispering to you. You see him. Where is he? And you see fellow just like darts his eyes to the upper left rafters. Which conveniently is to the west side doors that are unlocked where you see a few uh, female elven teenagers about to enter. Seems to have advanced a little bit. I uh, quickly go up to the barkeep and I ask for the keys <sighs> to lock the doors. Well, I mean, that's only for boss. I'm trying to save this bar, but it might turn into a mess for a little bit. I mean, it's already pretty messy, but if you want to help me clean, you can. Do you need, like, a I'll towel, or...? Keys. I clean the bar, I mean, save the you city. You want a towel and the keys? I'll take the towel later, my friend. Oh, so you just want the keys for now? For now. Will you pay me for the towel later? I will pay you handsomely. Okay, that's great. Okay, just hang on. And, like, whether you're full of shit or not, <laughs> you know, you've dealt with this guy before where you're basically preventing a, uh, it's almost like that bachelorette party 
from going into the bar that like they're about to turn the doorknob you lock but although you you know you swear you haven't had a sip of booze as you turn that key and you look back still you know you're sober as a priest you look back and you see this grin this smile that should only be going to the cheekbones extend further out and beyond and almost goes to the ears you see this almost like coffee brown, uh, just brown, devilish feigned mug. Hi, Peter. <sighs> and lunge. That's where we'll pick up. Either next session or in two weeks, because I have a one-shot with Skylar to do yet. <laughs> oh, motherfucker, I was ready. I had my dukums up. I, I, I know, but we're almost on three hours here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and, fine. And I gotta leave something for not only you... <laughs> But some wonder of how are you seeing this? Probably should... my deity. We'll see. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, just thank you guys for uh, joining and hanging around with us for this episode of Darklands, and we will pick up probably in a really weird spot next week because I'll probably be introducing uh, Styler's character in to essentially get him caught up to where Beetle is, is the idea. Uh, if not, then you guys will at least get somewhat of our Darklands one shot. Either way, we'll be here. <laughs> and <Sure>. yeah, <laughs> either way, we'll be here. And in the next couple of weeks, uh, we're going to have s some initiatives rolled. <laughs> At least it wasn't against Cassius, man. We will see all of you next time. Thank you for joining us for Darklands. Bye, everybody.